Hi, I'm Michael LeFevre. Please make sure you've heard our extended review of the first episode of Season 11 of Beyond Gilead before listening to this podcast. This is the fifth episode in this review series, titled Ruined Past. When you're written up, destroy his relationship with his girlfriend. Oops. <laughs> I'm Ryan Matlock. I'm Michael LaFaver. Sorry, I dropped my script. Can we start again? We're three snitching fans of Beyond Gilead. Fans? A- am I? A- and today we're reviewing 11-5, Fairly Weathered Friends, by Lori Twitchell. So join us for episode 142 on our return to Gilead. Here's the summary for today's episode. Caleb Richter returns to Coleraine for the summer, leading Brooke to hear a story from Luke about his and Caleb's time at college. Meanwhile, Tiffany runs into Randy Brodsky, who has had a change of heart. I'm going to sincerely apologize to Jack because every time, (laughs) except for like maybe the hope that heals, every time we've had you on for an episode, Jack, it's It's been been awful. And I I don't know what to say here. I don't even think it's intentional. It's it's not it's not but but Ryan Ryan will know about this Ryan this has been five episodes man it's five it has I don't I don't don't know how long I don't know that I hated this episode nearly as much as you but you might convince me yet I'm curious to hear what 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 were Um, your qualms there is literally one thing that I have to say about this episode that's good and it's surface level this is bad this is really really bad. Where do we start? You want to start from the top, or do you want to start from the worst things? I we could start anywhere. Jack, what okay. was your thought well, on actually, the like? What were your I think, overall I think thoughts? That'd be better before let's we get Jack before we go in. Little, yet. Let's let Jack rant for a little while, and then I can tell him the backstory because Jack doesn't know the backstory of these characters, and I think it'll make things worse. Oh gosh, it makes it worse. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Where do I start? Um, where do I edit, ever start with these episodes? Nobody talks like this. No, <laughs> the dialogue is incredibly stilted, um, but I know that's a little bit harsh. Um, let's well, it's see. also Let- kind of that's also like I'm I'm not one to quickly criticize the writing when there are other problems going on. Like if you have a good story yeah. and characters that like interact realistically as as far as like how they act, I don't mm-hmm. care about your individual lines. I'll nit I'll nitpick, and the nitpicks might be relevant, but it like I might not be able to write something better. That's the thing. Yeah, so- I. Yeah, I. Mm, best thing is I like. Ah, anyway. I know, um, I know, I know. But it's it's valid. Keep going. All right, where 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 do you want me to start with this? Well, why don't we start with Randy? What do you think about Randy? Okay, so a pair. So here's here's the context I have. Randy and Tiffany Richter, correct? Yes. Go to presumably a high school spring ball. Yeah, the se- Randy basically the some- senior thing. Yeah. Randy does something apparently incredibly ill-advised in which it causes Tiffany to be to the point of, I do not want to see, speak to, or be around this person currently. My guess is that it has something to do with assuming there was a relationship there when there wasn't, or assuming more about the relationship than there was. Let me finish. Um, I'm letting you finish. And then I, I I could feel I could feel an interjection, but I wasn't sure. Um, no. No, and then fine. all it takes to smooth that over is, hi, we need to talk about spring ball. Would you like ice cream? My dad says there's nothing you can't fix with ice cream. <laughs> um, Keep going. And then one conversation later in which he says, 
I'm sorry, what I did was bad and I'm trying to do better, in which they never use any specifics, are incredibly vague about everything, and all of a sudden that <laughs> makes it better. <laughs> and it makes it fun because I get to ask you. Uh, so you're actually accurate about everything you said, but I, I want to ask about one specific thing. When you okay. say Randy said something that was incredibly, like, whatever, um, what do you think? Well advised. What do you think he said? My, and this is just a complete shot in the dark. My guess is that I, I don't I don't know what the specific would be. But my guess would be that he assumed that because they were going to the spring ball together, they were in a dating relationship and they were in fact not. Oh my gosh, how far off am I? It's the opposite. Uh, <laughs> Tiffany <laughs> thought that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did Randy accidentally friend zone her? No, he he said, "Wait, what are you he talking about?" He very I, I just, clearly just, friend zoned her. He was just she like, was like hang, she was like, like talking. Oh, it's gonna be so great after. after <laughs> no, let me. It, it, she was talking all. She was like, "Oh, it's gonna be so great at, now that we've gone to this ball, and then we're gonna go to college together, and we're gonna oh, get married." No. And he was like, oh, no. "Whoa, what?" Uh, he was no, like, "This dude, is just was just for hold up, just hold for up, the ball I'm on Randy's side now." <laughs> I know. I know. He right here. You know the worst thing. You know the, the like the worst thing about that last episode that they were in is that the dad. When he hears this whole story from Tiffany, and he goes, well, I wish I could do something to make it all better. What? It's like, you tell your daughter that, no, you were in the wrong here. Hashtag too far too fast. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so yeah, no, okay. Um, so the way the episode framed it was that Randy had done something ill-advised and that Tiffany was the one her. No! <laughs> no, Tiffany. <laughs> I'm on Randy's side now. I'm on Randy's side. He needs to yeah, run out. Randy's he needs just to like, run. I that am girl so crazy. sorry, dude. <laughs> Randy's like, I am so sorry that you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I, I am so, I am so sorry that you misinterpreted my intentions in going to this ball with you. I am so sorry that you have an Olympic gold medal in jumping to conclusions. Quote, Here, let me buy you ice wait- cream to reinforce your assumption. Here are the things. <laughs> here are the things that he does that he says in this episode. He says, <sighs> "I was way out of line. The whole thing was wrong." What else does he say? Um, I was a jerk. No, no, <laughs> no. you were not. No, 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 no. no. So, 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 so the context, reason- uh, Jack, is yeah. because the reason he's saying he's a jerk is the other episode makes it out. Like, he was slightly manipulating her by making... Like, what he says is, hey, look, the re- the only reason I invited you to the ball is because you're one of the popular girls. And I'm new to new at this school, so I figured, what's the best way to get to know f- new people and make new friends? Go See, the go only to the thing, ball the only a popular thing. person. The, the so, thing is, he so, says that basically that exact same thing when he first meets Tiffany, like, to her face. Yeah, like, he was very upfront about it. He told her that that was the reason he was asking her out to the ball in the first place. And, and then she just ignored him when this, she was... And assumed yeah. that, oh, now we go to the ball and we're going to date and we're going to go to college and we're going to get married... The point was, it was that Tiffany was doing that same thing to another boy. She was like, yeah, I want to invite him to the ball just because he's super popular and I can get in with his group. And then Randy comes along. She's like, I, so, you know, Uh, I had a feeling you weren't going to like that, Jack. (laughs) My braid hurt. (laughs) You want to talk about Caleb? Do you want some ice cream? I hear that fixes everything. No, no ice cream (laughs) will not fix this, Ryan. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, no. The the worst part about that is what she's like, yeah, my dad's not too happy with you or my mom or my brother, but I don't like, hold who's on to grudges like that? my mom does. And Randy just goes, oh, good. I don't think I could afford enough ice cream to fix that. <laughs> <laughs> this man needs what? help and to get out. That is a bad situation. Ah. What if I told you that this man was actually a uh, a member of a cult <laughs> that was planning on taking over the world? What? Yes. Huh? It's so stupid, and I'm not going to bring it up again, and that's actually a spoiler for later on in the series, so we're just going to ignore that I said that. What? The, what? I know. It makes no sense. What? 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 <laughs> it's so bad. It's awful. <laughs> we can have you on okay, for that so episode if you want to hear more context. No, um, I'm gonna have I'm gonna be you know working next week, so I probably won't be able to do that. I didn't say next week. It's... Uh... Anyway, let's let's talk about something else. Um, Caleb and Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caleb and Luke. Caleb and Luke. Um, what Luke you... was 100 percent in the wrong. Caleb was Caleb was the RA, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Caleb was 100 percent in the right. Luke was 100 percent in the wrong. Caleb, it's not a sin to not tell somebody that you used to like got so here's the thing the way luke tells it is he got drunk once and was arrested once and the way he, he, well, caleb says yeah I caleb was, li- oh sorry luke lies at, caleb was not there was not an incident when all these three things happened that caleb was drunk was arrested and had to be picked up by his parents that event unless i'm missing something ryan you'll have to back me up on this that never happened on gilead there were times when we saw caleb drunk there was a time when he went to jail and there was a time when his parents had to bail him out of a tough situation. All of those events are disconnected from each other. Okay. Wasn't there a time? And I remember I what I remember is Caleb got pulled over or, or like caught by the police. He had alcohol in his car. I went back and I checked. It's from season six. Right. Here's the clip. We most definitely will not allow this ticket to go on his record. Possession of alcohol. Absolutely not. Right, but he so he's not drunk in that. Instance. No, no, he's not drunk. Okay. It's just possession. Yeah. yeah, so like even if that was the instance where the parents are quote-unquote bailing him out, even so, Ooh. it's not that, like, he's not drunk. So, yeah. well, and, and what's, um, what's worse about that is that there was... in the past, he has... Once. At least. Yeah, well, I mean, once, once we see and we get, a, we get an idea that this is like a regular thing, but it was never connected to jail. Um, I need to jump in here with another thing real quick. Were you finished with that, Ryan? I think, yeah, go for it. So, uh, just before we keep going... In the past, there was a thing when Caleb was starting to turn his life around and realizing, hey, the Morrison family is actually pretty cool and they're actually treating me pretty nicely. What's uh, what's going on here? And then he finds out that his sister is going to a party where there's alcohol and he gets there and she's got a drink. And he's like, what are you doing? Give me that. And he takes the drink from her. She's like, no, stop it. And he's like, we need to go home, Tiffany. This is this is not good. And then the police show up and he's and they see him with the alcohol and he takes the blame for it and goes to jail. Yeah, no, that's being a good brother. (laughs) But then his parents refuse to pick him up is the thing. And that's a a huge thing in that episode that follows is that his parents don't want anything to do with the whole situation. So they don't pick him up. They don't bail him out. There's a police officer at the police station who is a friend of like, I think that's Vincent Donner, who, who's, or not Vincent Donner, yes. but like Mr. Donner is there. Yeah, I, I pr- I'm pretty sure that's it, is that there's a guy at the police station who's like, yeah, yeah, I, like, I, I know who you are. I, like, my son ha- hangs out with you on the football team. Um, You can go if you want. Like, we're not going to keep you here. And he goes home and his parents are like, well, wait, what happened? He's like, you didn't come to pick me up. Wow. That's really lame. And he's really upset at his parents about it. So, yeah. 
adding even more context there. Um, um, but guess guess what? There, there, I'll let you go ahead. I'll let you go ahead. So what I was going to say was, um, yeah, uh, how long had Caleb and What's-Her-Face been dating at this point? I don't know. In <laughs> like, um, like a, a semester month or two, maybe? Well, so in, yeah, like uh, about two months. Because we hear in, it was it's like August. That is, or, that is, hang it's, well, it's also, like, let me finish. It's like September of year five. Um, so like year number five that okay. we hear that he's interested in her, but that I don't think they're dating yet. And okay. then this whole flashback takes place around December of that same year. So yeah, no, um, that's not the time in the relationship where you're spilling your mm. deepest, darkest secrets. Um, he didn't lie to her. She said, yeah, he told her he doesn't drink and he doesn't anymore. He does not drink. He used to, and he does not. He is a new creation. It, <laughs> he says that, yeah. and guess what? Guess what? Oh, guess what? I forgot to do. What did you I forgot, forgot to talk to do? about? Version differences. Version and, differences. Um, yeah. Oh, does do you know about version differences, Jack? In like the Bible, or no, 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 no. And this <laughs> That's such a good answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> That's wholesome. Let's talk about version differences for Down Gilead Lane. Uh, oh, on the MP3 gosh. version of this episode, it's uh, a couple minutes longer, about like four minutes longer than the CD version. The okay. the scene, the first scene of Tiffany and Randy at the ice cream shop talking about like when when he asks, "So now that you graduated, what's next?" That whole scene is cut. There's a line about uh, like the season six finale of Caleb going to Grove city and the, and all that there's Tiffany saying like she has to, and like call her parents one or two. Uh, there's Randy talking about the Institute for higher, higher learning and educational understanding. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Then there's a, a line at the beginning of the next scene where Luke's like, what makes, what makes you think I did something and transitioning into the conversation with Brooke, like, in on the CD version, that previous scene is just cut out and it just flows right in. Then there aren't any version differences until when Tiffany gets back home and Caleb and Maya are talking. Maya says something weird happened with the thing at the spring ball and there's a new Tiffany in maybe a good way. That's cut from the CD. There is in the next scene when Carrie comes up, comes up and she's upset about Luke. Uh, the part that's cut is when Caleb says that he should have told her and she goes, you were in jail and a drunk and you did this all the time. He's like, yeah, yeah, but then I met Jesus and I learned what I was doing was wrong. And she's like, I don't know what to think. And then we get back to the CD version where she's like, I thought you were different. So that whole little bit right there is cut from the CD. Then the second to last scene between Maya and Caleb, there's a bunch of version differences. There's when he says, I lied to her, the CD version just goes to, it's hard to being a Richter sometimes, but on the MP3 it goes, well, technically I didn't lie. I just didn't tell her everything about me. That part's cut on the MP3. And then... Um, on the CD version, he says, I was a different person here when I when I lived here. And then the MP3, he says, I was mean. And Maya says, well, you're a new creation in Christ. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but it's still hard to be reminded of what I did. And I wish it was all gone. And then the CD version cuts back to, she knows me now and not then. And I knew I should have told her about me. And then the version difference is, well, not at the very beginning. Um, maybe when we really started dating, that's on the MP3. And then we cut back to the CD. It's like she had every right to be upset with me. And then the final version difference is at the end of that scene, he's, he says he's not ready for, to bring Carrie into like his past in Coleray. And he keeps, he's thinking about going to visit her and he invites Maya along. So that's all the version differences. Uh, I first listened to the CD version. Jack, there, there's a lot of context that's cut. Do you think that's a, an appropriate version to listen to with, with all of those little lines, but like being a new creation and like, well, I didn't technically lie about those being uh, cut. From so, a version. so here's, so here's the funny thing. Um, I think there's still a lot of context missing, even in the MP3 version. 
because like <laughs> you get the conversation of Randy and Tiffany reconciling with Quote, 18 sets of quotation marks. <laughs> um, you get Caleb and Luke quote unquote reconciling with the I'm sorry, I'm sorry too, despite the fact that Caleb. I'm sorry, I was wrong. an idiot. Um, no, no, you weren't Caleb an idiot. You wrong. were malicious. Yeah, um, but we never, we never, because uh, Zach at the end talks about how we <laughs> got to see chances. Tiffany and Randy reconcile. We got to see Caleb and Luke reconcile, and we got to see Caleb and Carrie reconcile. I'm like, no, we, no didn't. we didn't get to see. <laughs> we, we got, we got. I can't believe you. I, I don't, I, I don't know what to think anymore. You lied to me, and I thought you were different. And, blah, blah, blah. and then we get. Yeah, then she came around. And like, I would love to hear that conversation. I would love to hear how she went from, I don't even know what to think anymore. I thought you were different to, yeah, we're dating again and it's very serious. It probably, the conversation probably went something like, well, I've had enough time and I, uh, I accept your apology for lying to me. We can date again. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It's better that it's not in there. <laughs> and then Caleb oh, says, uh, I didn't lie. I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> Honestly, oh, though. That's uh, the ending he deserves. Judge not anyone. <laughs> I mean, it's not even judging. It's just like. No, I mean, just her her whole like, because obviously he's, he's an RA. It's at... just like a really high standard. I wanted someone who was a. I wanted someone who was a virgin from having ever been drunk. Ever. I wanted someone who had never done anything wrong ever. I wanted to date someone who hadn't done anything wrong in the last two (laughs) years because at this point it happened a year and a half before they started dating. You're telling me you've sinned before? A year and a half. Christian college? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, Jack, we're going to go down a little bit of a different track. Tell me what you think when, back when Caleb and Luke were in high school together, tell me what you think their interactions were like. Uh, uh, okay. So it sounds like they were good buddies. They both worked at the Taylor's store. I'm going to, hmm. Yeah, I don't know what it sounds like they were good buddies. Really? With the things that Luke says, but I should have never trusted a Richter. And yeah, he was always getting in the trouble and stuff. Brooke says they were like best friends. And yeah. He, yeah. He says like, yeah, I don't think we're going to be best of friends anymore. So I'm like, okay, so clearly this was like a big falling out between oh. two people who were originally friends. Oh, okay. Okay. So I don't have to bring what in the I, extra context to it. What is it with this episode and always bringing last names into things like that? You know, it's hard being Richter. a Richter or try being a Brodsky. I should have never trusted a Richter. What is. Well, so being a Richter is, is Richter very, very much a specific thing. What's the problem with them? So, well, the Richter, so, wait, you don't know what happened to the Richters. The Richters are pretty awful people, and it's wait, really miraculous. Wait, was that the, was that the, you just stay with your perfect little family and. I'm trying what, to remember. What, what was that uh, line from? Yeah, yeah, it's actually, journey. yeah. That, Go that back was, to your perfect little family and. Well, yeah, but that's, yeah, but that's, that's not canon. So. I know. That, that conversation. So, that's something like it, but what's, what's going on here is that it's really miraculous that. Caleb and Maya and their father are all Christians like because they're they're the least likely people in the whole town to become Christians because of the things that they've done in their past. But uh, what I want to bring up is I was going to try to bring in some past context, but I think we already have it. Why, if they're such good friends, would Luke ignoring his one of his friends advice lead him to lie to his friend's girlfriend 
and then oh, not yeah, talk you with know, him we, for a year. We're good buddies. He's supposed to let me off the hook and you know not write me up when I because I, I wasn't doing anything that terrible. I was just annoying everybody on the hall by being super loud late at night. Well, here's a question: If it's that late at night, why aren't they past curfew? Dude, I don't know. I don't know what this school's rules are. Maybe they're well, all. Here's the thing. Farming, so they're I not do past- know what this school's rules are, and there why? is a goof in this episode. Why? Because I researched. You know I researched. I researched it. Is Grove City school? College. <laughs> yeah, Grove City. This yeah, is a I real considered school? going. I toured. You know, oh, place I too. I was thinking about touring Grove City. I toured Messiah in Pennsylvania, and it's pretty close to Grove City. This was all fiction. No. This is a real school. This is a real school. Grove City College, Pennsylvania. One of my best friends went there. Okay. Her name is Hannah Snyder. Hannah, are you listening? I don't know. I don't know if she's listening to this thing anymore. She plays D&D. Anyway, uh, Grove City College has never had a pre-law major. So get wrecked. (laughs) Did you also look into whether they have a curfew or anything? Or quiet hours? but But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they... my, I'm just wondering... I don't have a problem with saying, like, they have quiet hours that are, like, two hours before curfew. It's a little bit weird that these guys, like, that that they do have that distinction, though, because I would think that it would be quiet hours happen and then curfew happens. But well, Liberty maybe that's ostensibly just... has that distinction. Quiet hours are supposed to be from 10 p.m. on. Does anyone follow it? No. I didn't know we had quiet hours. Yeah, I didn't know we had quiet hours. Like, I've been recording late at night, and they've been having, like, soccer watch parties or, or like, whatever, sports. Yep. Football watch parties up until like 11. Michael, you remember when the power went out and people were just blaring music in the common area? Well, that's because the power went out. That's not an excuse. Yeah, okay, yeah, I remember You understand that. why that's not an excuse, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because some of us are trying Power's to out and I want to go to bed. Oh, 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 um, oh, right. Oh, I was thinking about when the fire alarm went off. No, that's that was at like midnight and there was oh. no power and I wanted to sleep and people were blaring music on a Bluetooth speaker right outside my door. Yeah, But that's not important that. right now. No, that's not important right now. Anyway, my, does this make sense for Luke to have this ridiculous... Because the excuse he gives is that I think Caleb gives the excuse to college is hard. That's why Luke reacts this way to his once friend. And they were, they were like, they were at, at best, Luke was very amicable toward Caleb. Um, yeah, the, and they, the they worked together at the like store, but that was... Friends. I, I think it's fine how the episode portrays their like their past friendship because this was around the time like when Caleb so what happened was Caleb was working at Luke's dad's store and um Caleb was like why why is everybody like being so nice to me for uh, this is weird and stuff and he like he walks off the job uh, and just like checks in and then leaves because he's like yeah there's there's no way like they they've got to start judging me for something and this will have to be it and then he shows back up and they're like Hey, good to see you again. Hey, uh, we we've got to get this, like, got to get to work on this. He's like, what? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, like we're gonna deduct your pay, but yeah, you're good. You can keep working. He's like, I don't understand. And that was kind of the extent and the extent of it. And then he became a Christian. And then I can assume that from that point, he and Luke got to be closer friends. But that was what we'd seen before. And during that time, Luke was reaching out to him, like, hey, man, uh, Brooke and I are gonna go to go to the bowling alley. You want to come along too? And then he's like, man, I, I I don't know what. Like, I'm I'm not a good guy, dude. Why are you Why are you saying you want to hang out with me and stuff? And then he goes and hangs out with them. So that's how that was before. Right. So. What do you the, what do you think about how it's in this episode? Uh, this is why I like having you on this podcast. Jack. Luke is the worst. Yeah. Luke just okay. will stop. Yes. He, okay, okay, okay. Your buddy comes in 
to warn you about, hey, you need to kind of keep it down because it's quiet hours and I'm the RA and I should really write you up for this right now, but I'm not going to because you're my friend. So please keep it down. You're like, okay, cool. And then you don't. And then you blow up at him for writing you up for one thing that you explicitly broke. And the, the, the line, man, I thought things were going to be different. It's like, what you thought he was just going to let you off the hook for everything because you've been nice to him in the past no that's not how that works it's called having integrity and then you're going I think to... he knows that but he was just being stupid he was being he was an being idiot an... he was just being an idiot jack can you understand he... that and he's... listen listen michael michael <laughs> i have 21 years of experience being an idiot <laughs> i've never done something that bad especially to your ra well, and another thing no, is like... I just like, ignore my RAs and try to fly below the radar, but that's beside the point. I like I like the RAs. They're good. John T's the, good. Uh, John T's great. The thing yeah. is, we're talking about RAs because they, we, they've had like a lot of times when they do like hall events and stuff. Like the RA I was just talking about, he went to Washington, D.C. on a spring break trip with us. Yeah. I, I can't get away from the RAs. I, I'm trying to figure out a scenario in which Caleb and Luke aren't forced to interact in a meaningful way. Well, but, you know, they just said hi in the hallway. And he and Caleb never checked in, like did room checks or did any like official event or like white glove, which is end of the semester cleaning or anything like that. Never. No, they didn't have any of long uh, conversations. Hey, like hey, that. you're it's the one not... that you're the one that's read the, the charter for Grover College. So Grove City <laughs> College. Grover City. Whatever. Grover <laughs> Tiffany calls it Grover City. It's funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the thing I can't get over in this is like just how badly both of these characters, but mostly Luke, are characterized. Like Jack, if you if you like some ultimate context here, Luke <laughs> is characterized in like oh the first g- yes. four in the first four seasons that we hear from him, he's characterized as a workaholic goody two shoes like he like there are people like he will go out of his way to work on things in order to avoid his problems at times like when he needs to get away from thinking about something too much he works like nobody's business and then as far as how he works he's not working like disgruntedly he wants to work he is a very high work ethic kind of individual to the point that there are old ladies coming like walking past and they're like oh he's such a good boy he's helping out with so much he's wow kind of thing and he's like i'm doing this just to get over the memory of my mom leaving us part right right so like that's that's one thing but also just in general he's a very mild-mannered kind considerate kind of individual when he when he, when he is working, he is not just like doing grunt work. He's seeking people out and asking them how he can make their lives better, kind of thing. He is always like a very good employee at his father's business. You know, like someone walks in and he's like, "Hi, oh, can I help you with that? Anything I can help you find?" kind of thing. So it's very odd for him to be like. Oh, yeah, you need to go and study. No, 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 don't go study. That's dumb. Stay here and hang out late into the night. I don't have anything to study for, probably, right? But college is hard. Well, I don't believe you. What classes do you have to take? What's the other work been like? What's going on in your life that's going to lead you to make this extremely out-of-character decision? 
Can I add okay. more context, oh. Jack? Can I add more context <laughs> real quick? Real quick. There, there's whole, even more. Uh, Jack, okay, go, we invited go, go you here so we could share an hour's worth of context with you. <laughs> well, because this is the stuff we love about Gilead. We just shared some stuff from like season four. Some, yeah. I think I was more meh on that episode. It was episode 50 uh, of the show. and But that's it's really strong characterization for Luke from the original writers of the show. In season, se- in season five, actually, uh, written by Beth Culp, the creator of the show, Luke is involved in a storyline where his mom, Comes back, like the mom that left him and okay. his sister and his dad. And um, he's really skeptical. It's like, why are you just all of a sudden back into our lives and expecting us to treat, treat like, it like it's okay? You left us. It's This isn't cool. And she's like, I have cancer and I'm I'm, I'm dying. And he's like, oh, well, that changes everything. Well, well, well yeah. It, it, like, is there anything the doctors can do? Like, And he's all of a sudden really attentive about it. And he just – and he forgives her without her like explicitly saying, I'm sorry – he, he yeah. understands that. His sister is really skeptical and it takes her a little while longer and it takes the mom actually going to her and saying that she's sorry to bring his sister around, which which makes sense. But he's just instantly like, wow, I, I really see you're going through this and you're my mom and I, I want to yeah. make these, this last, these last little, like however long I, we have you worth it. And then uh, Beth Culp leaves the show in season six and they continue with season seven and it's hit or miss from there on. But one of my favorite episodes, I think one of the best episodes of the show of all time, it's called Why God and it's in season seven. It's an episode in which Luke at the Taylor store is working with this guy who comes in to automate the checkout system. Like he puts tags on everything and like when you when you uh, push the cart through yeah. the checkout, yeah, it automatically it. scans all your items. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And the guy scams them and steals all their money, like their entire college fund. Okay. And then what randomly one night, he sh- this guy shows up at their house and he's like, look, the police are coming after me. I don't have a lot of time. I just want to tell you, I am. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I took the money to save like my son who I'm trying to get like surgeries for, but it was a wrong thing to do. And I don't know. There's, there's no way I can pay you back. I don't think there's anybody like any way that I can get that money back. But I wanted to say, I'm, I'm really, really, really sorry. And I need your forgiveness. And it's, it's hard because Luke's sister forgives the guy. And Luke is like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. You, you build all my trust, and you, and and then, uh, and his sister Becca is like, you know, this is, it's important that we do this. Like, we need to be able to forgive. And I know it's hard, man, but I did it with my mom. Can you do it with him? And he's like, okay, okay I forgive you. And then the police show up. That same character is the one who's like, yeah, yeah, your your boyfriend did a lot of stupid things, and he got he got drunk and stuff, just without without batting an eye. Do you see what a problem this is? Michael? Hi. Ryan. Yes. I need you to understand something. Yes. What? Were it not 12 o'clock where I am right now, I would be screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I am absolutely... I thought you were going to tell me you had to drop off the call. I was like, oh. No. I am absolutely seething with rage right now. Can I there send you that few... episode? Because that's a much better episode no. to listen to. Okay. No, I'm good. There no. are a few things in writing which I hate more than mischaracterizing a character. Like my, my sister and I do writing on occasion. And that is something that we battle with a lot is making sure that we are not simply smashing the characters into situations without regard for what the character would actually do. Right, 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 right. And if we amateur writers can understand that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not happy, Bob. I'm not happy, Bob. Not, not happy. happy. <laughs> That's a good movie. <laughs> oh, it's a very good movie. 
uh, unfortunately, this is one of the worst episodes of all time, and I think we've proven pretty objectively why that is. Yep. Sorry. And again, that's not no shade, no shade at the author. Like nothing, it's nothing personal. This this author's written fantastic episodes before, and I'm assuming there will be great episodes coming up in the future. I know the potential that she has to write episodes. Okay. This is this is just not. Yeah, good. I think there's a good one coming up in like three or four. Oh, good. If good. I remember okay. correctly. Still, there is one thing that I like about this episode, and that okay. is the acting from Maya Richter. Because she's finally starting to sound like a high schooler, and the last episode she was in, she still sounded like uh, like a late elementary schooler, and now like she actually is starting to sound like, oh, I can hear her voice age up. This is cool because she's a pretty, a very significant character in the early episodes, and she doesn't have a lot of episodes here and there or a lot of scenes here and there in, yeah. in these episodes. But I liked her in this one, and that's about all I can say because the scenes that she were she was in were scenes that really should have been given to Carrie and and Caleb. And yeah, the um, she didn't really have a need to be in this episode other than i exist yeah also also (laughs) also also the absolute cognitive dissonance i got with the jump from the carry scenes like i can't believe you do this and i can't believe you would lie to me to so who's this girl you're always talking about and calling and texting and emailing Ooh, Caleb's in love, and I'm like, so they didn't up. just break up. Shut <laughs> <Not> up! <laughs> like, just... why are you still in love with this girl? Yeah, it's, I, I'm like, yeah, like you're you're jumping from that to this <laughs> with no context for. So she, so from from hearing that, the logical assumption is she said that, and then didn't break up with him, and the things continued on as normal. So yeah, first Basically, off, no, this this isn't. Like she's char- I, I seem to remember her being characterized well in the future, so that's fine. But at least here, she gives a pretty good reason that Caleb shouldn't be with her, and that's you don't, you're never going to. If you have that high standards for people, that's probably going to be affecting other parts of your life at this point. So, yeah. but also, yeah, it's just the spoiler of oh yeah, you're not separated. Great. Yeah. No. Just the we should have had him and her hashing it out instead of that but also him and her hashing it out wouldn't have solved anything because it would have been terrible just like everything else this episode feels like a perfect example of misunderstanding conflict go burr just no from the no sh- not no. even that it no it's, it's not because no, like she she no it's it, it's worse than that for sure yes but it is also that <laughs> well the well no because there's nothing that, to misunderstand the, like the backdrop is that the modern day happenings are just i forgive you you deeply hurt me and wounded my trust but that's okay well no like, but what i mean like, is like like the reason that the conflict happens in the first place is that kate luke is going oh yeah he used to be like this and oh yeah he used to get drunk and he used to, and his parents had to bail him out and she's like i don't believe you how could you say that sort of thing and that's like the perfect moment where he's like oh no he doesn't do it anymore well, no, because like, Caleb says that he doesn't do it anymore. No, no, that, no. no. But she gives him point. plenty of opportunities to be like, she already let me knows. qualify what I said. And he does not going to fix the issue because yeah, her yeah, problem because was, she, you never told me that this you happened did it at all. Past. I know her problem yeah. is that. But as far as what Luke could have said to make it 10 times better. No, to be no like, it hey, wouldn't. It would not have made it 10 times better. It's still zero. No, no, if if he if he says he doesn't he 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 explicitly says he's a good guy. 
he wasn't always a good guy, specifically implying that this is not something he does anymore. So he already yeah. does that. Yeah. And also, even if he had like explicit, explicitly said, even if he had explicitly said he doesn't do it anymore, she would have gone, I still don't believe you. That's what like the, that's what he used to do. Because then in the conversation yeah. she then has with Caleb, he goes, she says, you told me you don't do that anymore or you don't do that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, that's the thing is she, she treats it as though, despite everything Luke says, she treats it as though it is a current ongoing issue. Yeah. And like but. her, but, but, but also like her only problem writing wise in this episode, if I am, if I'm going to break down, like what is, what is she speci- What is the specific problem that she has? It's that you used to struggle with this and you never told me. Luke tells her he used to struggle with it. That causes her to have this issue. Yeah. I don't, I, I know what you're saying, Ryan, but I still think that the episode would have the exact same problems. If Luke had said he's doesn't, he doesn't do this anymore. Yeah. Um... Do you want to push back on this, Ryan? Yeah. I think what I'm trying to say is this whole con like let me just uh play the scene because there's I know it's probably not the clip of the day. We haven't even got Oh, we to haven't that. even done the clip of it. It actually is the clip oh, of the gosh. day. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, it is? The, that <laughs> okay. conversation wow. with Luke? How convenient. How utterly convenient Perfect. that I forgot the clip of the day and that the clip of the day is this exact scene. Okay, let's play this. We're dating. It's okay. We've been dating for a while now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. He's a good guy. He hasn't always been, but that's a different story, huh? What? Well, yeah, if you want to know stories about Caleb, I can share some doozies. Uh, you know, like the time he got drunk and was arrested? I think that's why I was so upset the other day. You know, someone with his past and all the stupid stuff he's done, I would have thought he would have given a little more leeway. What are you talking about? Caleb's never been arrested? Of course he has. His parents had to come bail him out and everything. Yeah, that's a lie. That's not true. But yeah, at the beginning of the scene, him saying, yeah, he's a good guy. Hasn't always been. Well, so I think that what I'm addressing is a little bit later in the conversation. If I can play like a little bit past that real quick. Yeah, go for it. No, you're making this up. Caleb doesn't drink. He told me that. He said he doesn't. Carrie, I, I, I'm really sorry. I Okay, I right sh- there. He's, she says he doesn't he drink. That? Really? No, no, no. She says he doesn't drink. And then he, instead of saying, you're right, he doesn't drink. He Anymore. used to. Yeah. That wouldn't is... have changed a single thing that she then did. It might, Yes, it absolutely no, no, no. would have been it better would, on it his It may pop- have. Because, the whole, because what he says is, Carrie, I'm sorry. That implies that she he goes still to, drinks. But then she yeah. goes to Caleb and he instantly says, no, 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 I don't still drink. But the point is that the way the conversation, like, okay, let's, let me frame this. Okay, I'm going to, like, this is a little empathy moment where we dip into the mind of possibly Carrie oh, from, from the perspective I'm trying to provide. So she has this conversation with Luke where there are multiple points that she says he doesn't do blank. And instead of saying, you're right, he doesn't, he says, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I yeah. thought you knew. Which she goes into this conversation thinking he does this. And he did this, and all of this has been hidden from me. Caleb provides the further clarification, you're right, I don't, but I did. And given the way that Caleb framed the conversation, I did could be anything from I did this a year and a half ago to I did this two days ago. And the fact that 
he says, I did, and doesn't provide extra clarification, and, like, doesn't even act, like, justifiably angry about it. He's not like, Carrie, where are you hearing this? Luke said that? Gosh, this was two years ago. There's no conversation like that. In fact, Caleb sounds super guilty about it, so I don't entirely blame Carrie for being like, wow, I didn't know about this? When the way that Kayla or the way that Luke provides it, it makes it sound like she should know about this as if it's recent. Well, he, no, here's the thing. Yeah, he no. says that he then met Jesus and he learned what he was doing was wrong. Does she think that was recent? I don't know. She doesn't because either. He, no, he but he he says that's what happened. And if that only happened a couple of days ago, they wouldn't have started dating unless she knew that he was a Christian. As far as I know, well, like if this she was has in this September. So wasn't this at the start of the semester? What? No, th- this is year this is year five that this conversation is happening. The end of year five. So they've had the- an entire wait. So did they start college in year four? Yes. Caleb starts college in year four. OK, so then I guess they've been dating for a year then. Yeah. No, 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 no. They start. Caleb no. starts in year four. They're not dating at the end of year f- or like in September of year five. They are dating in December of year five. So Ca- this is. So, yeah. So wait, how long uh, have they been dating just, then? I think only a couple months, like two months. Okay, yeah. then again, this could be, yeah, I drank, like, right before I met you, and then I stopped. And I became that, a Christian, that, and then I met right. you. Right, like, I mean, like, even that, I think, would be a consideration if I was dating someone, and then they told me, yeah, I was I was getting drunk and going to prison right before I met you, and I never mentioned that. If that's I might what have this... some, I might have some questions, like, are you being performative here? Well, if that's what this is, then I think it's a pretty bad way to characterize Carrie that she says, quote... Characterize? I already made that joke. Character- you just missed it. Oh. She, if, uh. if she says, if there's stuff like this, I don't know if I can be with you. She she doesn't... I think there should have been a much stronger way to characterize this is why she has this Character- problem when she does try to... Shut your face! <laughs> <laughs> I'm already having a hard enough time. I get what you mean, Ryan. And if I think I said this in a previous episode, if this were a good episode, that'd be the way that it would it would did it. It would do, it would do it. It would did I it. I don't think I don't think that this episode had the like even has the capacity to understand that distinction. So right. I mean, I, like I, the, the the point I'm trying to make is not Carrie was right all along. More just that the whole issue starts with Caleb having a conversation that makes no sense. Just yeah, like that's not how answers, the, that's not what the episode saying, wants like, you to think. Oh, Carrie, I'm I'm so sorry. Instead of no, 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 he doesn't drink anymore. We're you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Uh, I'm not saying it would have made things better. I'm just saying it's dumb that it doesn't exist. See, in in, in our world where characters act rationally, that that's how that conversation should have gone. In this world where characters act irrationally, Caleb does the best thing he can do in that conversation. As far as the episode's worldview is being portrayed, that that was the best thing he could have said. I know what you mean, Ryan, and I it's it's broken. So yeah, yeah. Can we talk about something slightly different? Yes. What are we talking about? This is probably now? the last thing. So Ryan and I mentioned. Uh, I think I mentioned this right before the recording, and I don't have a good way to segue to it. I think this episode makes Randy Brodsky even worse, or the whole thing. I think it it. It kind of destroyed Tom last time with his comments about Randy, but I think Randy himself is pretty broken in this episode. As far as oh, he 
he's apologizing for something that he shouldn't be apologizing for. And then he still invites her out to ice cream. And at the end of the conversation, he's like, hey, um, we should do this again sometime. Just call me. Let me know. And she's like, yeah, this was fun. Or me too, is what she says. It's like, wait, Randy, do you actually like her now? Are you just leading her on? Because you were pretty clear last time that you weren't interested in her. So, yeah, this is the, weird. Oh, my gosh. the the You still have my number. If you want to talk, you could call me sometime. Uh, like, quote, this was just a date. It wasn't even a real date. I just wanted to go out with the most popular girl in school. That's what he said last time. Randy. Randy. You're an idiot. But and also. Tiffany is too. <laughs> Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> Actually, uh, no, my comment was going to be stop being a teenage girl, but then I'm like, yeah. 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 Ryan. Sorry, yes. specifically, stop being a teenage Christian girl. Hashtag she's not a Christian. Spring. Oh, she's not? Tiffany is not a Christian. Oh. Huh. I did not Ryan, realize. Do you, do, do you want to end with a, a pun rating? Oh, sorry. That's okay. Well, we can talk barely weathered want, friends. I think that's supposed to be like fine feathered friends, right? But there was no weather in this episode. Fair weather. Unless you want to call well, the storm brewing Jack's rage. Fair uh, disagreements. Fair weather friends. I don't know. Fair weather friends. Oh, fair weather friends. There we or go. Or they're tr- they're trying to determine whether or not he should stay with Carrie. What? Uh, fa- fair uh, weather friends. The, yeah, yeah. Like fa- fair you're weather only friends, friends is with the somebody pun. when things are going well, and it's like you're you're reconciling with her. But also, I feel like. Um, I think being fair weather friends is a little bit of an understatement because typically fair weather friends is used like you start going through a hard time and then all of a sudden they're not your friend anymore because they don't want to deal with somebody who's going through uh, a hard time. And they're fairly weathered because they've been through a hard time. Yeah, I think this is except a they're not fairly uh, weathered because this was incredibly unfair because this entire no, disagreement no, 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 it's not was that kind not of fair. No, no, over fair, anything fair that weather- mattered. Michael, the problem is that Fairweather Friends typically refers to somebody like your mom is sick and then they're no longer your friend because they don't feel like dealing with yeah, that. Yeah. Not I, I get I did something that objectively hurt you personally and now i you're no longer my friend. Well wow, I what get, a fair weather I friend. Get that. Oh well, well then know, actually it works perfectly because the the sickness or whatever that like the thing that uh Luke couldn't deal with was Caleb being an RA. Again, yeah. it's not something that was out of the control of either of the two people. Well, that's not the point. The, the point is that the original well, phrase is okay, fair the, weather the, friends the and they're no longer friends. Were not, the quiet hours were out of control of the two people. Don't think about they it. Weren't, Don't though. think about it, Jack. They can't set the quiet hours. I'm going to stop talking about the the atrocious pun that is this episode's name. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, Zero okay, out well, of ten for Jack's well, if sake. <laughs> if you're saying that the pun is actually bad, okay, uh, it doesn't happen. Okay, yeah. I mean, no, it, it's, 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 it's a three out of ten. It, it mm. like, it's there. It's fine. It's there. Pun is a three. Uh, episode, if I have to give a, a score for this one, probably a one, maybe a two out of ten. Uh, it's really bad. Anyway, shall we go to the raps? Sure. I'm Ryan. Sorry, you're just going to end it? <laughs> yes, I don't care anymore. No, no, no we got to do this. Hang on. 
Well, thank you everyone for joining us, especially yeah. Jack. Thank you yeah, for yeah, staying yeah, up yeah. late and reviewing I am, this. Believe me, I'm so sorry. Late anyway. I'm very sorry, Jack. How, yeah. Is there any way that I can make it up to you? Any websites I can go to to make it up to you? Wait, wait websites? Could, what? Yeah, like yeah, is there a like, website called com that I could go to to make it up to you? Oh, okay. So here's what you're going to need to do. You're going to need to call up your local Wi-Fi supplier. You already did this. Did I? No. Did I already go this no, far with going, it? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Gosh. <laughs> You're going to need to go to your local Barnes & Noble. You're going to need to log on to the free Wi-Fi which they provide there. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, you're going to need to open up your computer. You're going to need to go to Microsoft Edge. You're going to need to download <laughs> Firefox because it's a better browser. You already, you already do this. Did you I? already do this. Yes. Oh, sorry. Um, I dropped my script. Where am I supposed to say we're going? Uh, return to Gilead.com. <laughs> That's funny because he doesn't know we stopped doing this bit. Oh, we did? <laughs> we took a little bit of a break. How many episodes did you stop doing this I don't bit? remember, but in the meantime, we're going to be continuing this this strange streak of strange and odd and bad episodes. Maybe we should bring Next back t- the bit for this, this streak I, I've of I've been bad bringing episodes. back the bit. You've just been missing that I've been bringing back the bit. We have to end this. We're doing Shadow Agent X next time, which is episode 143. We're doing it with Austin Peachy. I, uh, thoughts? I'm Michael. I'm Ryan. I'm confused. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you all in the next episode, if we make it that far, as we once again return to Gilead. How utterly convenient that I forgot the clip of the day and that the clip of the day is this exact scene. Almost like you planned it this way. Is all of that good? Michael? Hi. There's a new episode that's coming up that actually fixes it, apparently. Just stop. I don't want okay. to think. I don't want to think about Maury. Neither do I, but I have to. I'm a podcast. Why? Why do you have to? Because no one's the audience you. demands it. I posted a new episode and I got like ten comments on it. It was great. Nice.